Bonjour. Je m'appelle Matthew. No, don't even. But I'm Dallas High. Welcome, guys. That was a little French to set the tone for the episode. That is a little French, and I think that's mildly appropriate for today, so I'm going to go ahead and let that slide. That's what's up. That's right. Before so, we get into this, though. Yes. Do we have maybe an email that we could talk about? I think we should start with the Twitter and the Facebook and the Instagram. All of those things, minus the Facebook. We still don't have a Facebook, guys. Oh, we're working on it, guys. We're working on that, but yeah, we it's going to be it's gonna be in the notes. You guys It'll already know where notes. to check for that. Same with the email. You guys already Feel know. Feel free. Follow us. Talk to us. That's true. Send us DMs. Please. Recommendations. Whatever. Send all it all. All of the above. So, yeah. let's, let's tell everyone why you just, you know, introduced yourself in French. Because we're going to be talking about Miquel de Nostradam. Okay. Better known as Nostradamus. I'm just yeah. going to put that out there because yeah. no one knows what the hell you're talking about. It's Nostradamus. Yes. And this is, a, this is an awesome one that for some reason, you know, there's like no episodes on. Nobody talks there about Nostradamus. Isn't. I think it's because he has too many prophecies. He's often brought up about yes. his prophecies, but people don't do a little deep dive research into him. That is correct. And let's just say this is straight spooky, what he yeah. has done. What, yeah. The things that he has predicted... With the accuracy mm-hmm. and with the description is just, there's no other word for it, you know, other than bizarre. I was going to say paranormal. Paranormal as well. I think this is incredibly paranormal, but people don't loop it in with that. But this they is don't. a borderline witchcraft. I mean, I, okay, prophecies are, they're, you know, it's kind of like predicting the future, seeing stuff. Are you going to say, well, like crystal balls and tarot cards and all that stuff is not paranormal or a little spooky no it is i it think is. it is so i think i think it is. i think it all correlates oh yeah no without a doubt i think it correlates i don't think that's even up for debate honestly yeah but why don't you give us a little background on this nice gentleman so Mikel, we'll just call him nostradamus just just call him nostradamus please i actually insist he's that you french call him nostradamus okay first of all um he was born in december of 1503 they're not sure on the day Either yes. the 14th or the 21st. This but, is correct. So we'll just say December. Okay. Okay. He did quite a few things with his life. Did he now? He had quite a few jobs. So in his life, he was kind of an astrologer, uh, astrologer a apothecary, apothecary, apothecary. Apothecary. There you go. There you go. There we Actually, go. the first one sounded right, but I was like, that no, doesn't it's exactly slightly sound wrong. right. Which is basically a doctor. Yeah. Back in them times. He was um, a medicine man. He was a medicine Give him man. With respect. Yeah, he was a medicine man. So his father was Jewish and he converted to Christianity um, when he was around a young age. They don't really have a lot of s- stuff about his childhood. Sure. Or his I mean, this up. was a long time ago. To it be was fair. a long time ago. Um, kind of when most of information about him come out is during the plague. Okay. So if you don't know, during this time, there was the Black Plague. Killed, I think, what, like one third of all Europeans. Oh, yeah. It was Rest in peace, my homies from Europe. Massively bad. So kind of the first piece of information we get is that he was first married in 1531. He okay. had a wife and two children. And three years later, they all died from oh. the plague. Hold on, though. You got to at least give the best part of the story, which is the fact that he was known for kind of his ability to treat the plague. He was. I was getting there. Yeah. He 
worked out of uh, the University of Montpellier and was actually expelled because he was practicing his medicine, which was forbidden at the university at the time. Was this medicine borderline witchcraft? It might be. <laughs> I can't say it's not witchcraft. But um, so he, he was a big into fighting the plague, training people, trying to figure out how to, you know, cure people basically and help them. Yes. So it's kind of ironic that his family all died from it. <laughs> yes, it was pretty much. But bad. you know what? It didn't stop him. He remarried to this guy's a savage. someone named Anne Ponsard. That's probably pronounced wrong. But he had six children with her. Oh. Homie got down. Well, he had to make up for the. He other did have to make two, up for the other ones. Um, so there's not much about his marriage with Anne or his kids there. Um, the next kind of snippet of information we get is a little more towards the 50, uh, 1550, where he wrote his first almanac. Okay. So if you know what an almanac is, it's basically just um, recording. It's like a recordings for the year. So it records population. Um, it also does do some slight predictions for like when to plant your crops. He sounds kind of like a renaissance man kind of guy. A little bit of a renaissance man. Um, so yeah, it tells you like, oh, what months are the best to plant your crops for the upcoming year? Kind of weather predictions. You know, it, it's like, a, hey, this is going to happen in the year. This is what we predict. This is what you should kind of follow by. And he wrote that, his first one. It was very successful. Okay. So he continued writing them for quite a few years. Um, mainly, he wrote them and got his stuff because he was a pretty good astrologer and would focus on, like, stars and weather patterns. So he would take that all into account when he would write his predictions for crops, planting. Um, you know, if you want to hold a banquet or something or a festival, it would kind of go off that, like, oh, this day is meant to be raining. He was a, a weather boy, a weatherman, you know? Okay. So he had quite a few wealthy patrons that would come to him and be supporters of him and want information, you know, like, hey, you predicted the weather? What can you do for me? Oh, no. So one of them is Catherine de Medici, one of his biggest supporters. I thought you were about to say mistress. Biggest supporters. <laughs> and she was pushing for prophecies. And that's where his book, Le Prophecies. Oh, is that how you say that? <laughs> I don't know. Prophetis. I would have said Les Prophetis. Prophetis was published in 1555. Now you're going to be talking about that, but we'll keep going. Yes, I will be. So that relied heavily on historical and literacy precedent along with um his reading of stars and weather yeah so he which took, is where he allegedly got the information for yeah, the process so he he took all of this into account he would and then make predictions basically so initially it was very mixed receptions people thought this is outlandish this is crazy just because you can predict the weather for tomorrow doesn't mean you can predict the future. Blah, 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 blah. Okay? Little did they know. Little did they know. He predicted everything. Everything. 
everything. Everything. Like, he's predicted everything. He predicted that we'd be sitting here today. Did he? No. Oh. He might have. We're not on that chapter of Le Prophecies. I haven't got that far yet. <laughs> um, so towards the end of his life, because we're getting near the end, people didn't live very long back then. He had quite severe gout that turned into a few other diseases. And he died in July 1566. That doesn't sound great. Either the first or the second. People don't know that either. Yeah. After his death and later on in life, people started paying attention to his book. Which book? La Prophecies. <laughs> <laughs> and they started paying attention because he accurately predicted major world events. Like multiple times. It's with, actually very weird. Scary accuracy. Oh, yeah. And this kind of, I don't know if you want to say ability or luck or supernatural, whatever it is, made this book quite popular and got him to where he is today, where a lot of people know the name and know that he predicts things, but they don't know to what extent and they don't know kind of about him. But these prophecies can, you know, be applied to almost everything that he's done. You know, it's, it's a little spooky. If you ask me, it's very spooky. I mean, just going over some of these prophecies, it is downright weird. Yeah. Um, so one other thing I wanted to bring up is the reason he got kicked out of the school for his practices. Okay. I, I actually am very curious. So, Normal, the medicine practice back then obviously is very different to today. Yes, I think so. That's when fair I to so say. when 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 they said apo- apothecary, it's more like herbs and stuff, grounding it up, creating like I guess you'd say elixirs, but not in the form that you're thinking in your head. It's more just like I don't know, grind up rosemary and put in. This sounds know, like whatever, a phenomenal right? steak seasoning, what you're saying right now. <laughs> I would season my steak with what you're saying right so now. So that that was like traditional medicine back then. He turned to more of the occult. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sure the church was a huge fan of his work. And that's when they said, you know what, buddy? We're sick of this. We can't get behind this. You know, what? French France in the 1500s, very, very religious, especially oh, yeah. with the playground. Everyone thought this was God's reckoning and all this other stuff. So when you got some guy doing some occult stuff, um, mandatory getting kicked out. The, the, <laughs> He's lucky he didn't get killed. Honestly, I think if it was a different time and there wasn't the play going around, they would have killed him. Yeah, honestly, just he got lucky with the with the time. So he started doing, you know, when he switched to the occult stuff is when he started kind of doing more of these predictions and prophecies and and left the medicine behind. I think he just got, there's nothing confirmed with what happened with him, but he, I just think he got in too, in too deep, too, in too deep, we'll say. Yeah. To the I occult. think that's fair. And that's actually, he changed his name. To uh, he made him Latinized his name to Nostradamus instead of Nostradam, and that's what we know. That's yeah. the version that we know. Yeah. So, like I said, he then he goes on to write the prophecies, and his book contains six thousand three hundred and thirty-eight prophecies. Wow. So yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot to read through. 
That is a lot. That's a lot of doom and gloom because I don't remember any of these being that great. No. So, well, because they haven't come true yet. Once they come true, you find out that he predicted this. That doesn't mean it was good. I'm just saying he predicted a lot of things. We don't know a lot of them or they're not popular because they haven't come true yet. So what you're saying is maybe he predicted like world peace at some point. No, a lot of them actually revolved around the world ending. Yeah, that's what I was going <laughs> to say. And big disasters. Yes, yes, Which yes. is a little scary considering there's 6,338 of them. Yes, And they is. all consi- revolve around world ending disasters or <laughs> crazy uh, like wars and stuff. But, you know, they're coming true. Yeah, they are. You probably predicted this whole Russia war with Ukraine. Um, so here's oh, what's no, funny, okay. right? When you start looking up... <laughs> When you start looking up these prophecies, it's actually super hard to find them because every single like, you know, Google page is like Nostradamus's 2023 predictions coming true. Nostradamus predicted the queen's death, all this stuff, swear, you know, so it's actually really hard to find the old stuff. But there are so many people saying that he did predict all these things. I can't confirm Mm. because nothing has happened yet. Would you say that he is a early age version of the simpsons yes that's a great <laughs> comparison yes 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 simpsons predict everything i wonder who's been more accurate i don't know it's weird so are we ready for some of these prophecies i brought some prophecies to the table today oh, i prophesized this did you yes i thought you would so i didn't bring anything perfect i want to start this out with his writing style Just real quickly, he wrote in something called quatrains. All of the prophecies were quatrains, and they're numbered differently throughout the book. Um, A quatrain was a popular writing style at the time where it was like four-sentence stanzas, kind of like a poem. Okay. Um, Every once in a while, every other line would rhyme, but that that is not something that has to happen. He's dropping sick bars. Yes, he was dropping majorly sick bars. But that's that's not something that needs to happen for a quatrain like in the style, right? Okay. I want to point this out. Mm-hmm. These prophecies were written in Les Prophecies, or Les however prophecies. you say it, in 1555. Yep. Okay. What we're, is that? 470 years ago? A very long time ago, yeah. especially compared to the things that he's saying when they happened. Yeah. Namely, the French Revolution. Okay. Uh, I could have predicted that, I think. This happened in 1789, okay? Yeah. I'm going to read the prophecy. Okay, let's hear it. This is straight from the book, okay? Songs, chants, and demands will come from the enslaved, held captive by the nobility in their prisons. At a later date, brainless idiots will take these as divine utterances. So, I don't know who knows that much about the French Revolution, but basically this is when the poor had just about enough of the king and the queen. They had oh, quite just enough, enough of, of the rich people. Of all the rich people the rich in general. People. So, you know, they just they decided to storm the Bastille. They did. Which is a fortress used as a prison yep. where the rich were hiding. It was. Held captive by the nobility in their prisons, right? And they used them to go that guillotine. Songs, chants, and demands come from the enslaved. Yeah. There's a lot of weird, you know, things there. Here is my fundamental issue with prophecies. Go ahead. They are very generic. Okay. Well, they and get a lot could, more not That generic. could be applied to a lot of things. Sure. Who is not to say that prophecy doesn't apply to Martin Luther King Jr.? 
I don't think Martin Luther King Jr. Um, what? Wow. No, I don't think he did what? Oh, I thought you said something else. No, I thought no, you no. said one. I was like, no, that's yeah. I said no. What? I mean, this doesn't really this doesn't hey, apply. I mean, how does it not apply? I think it does. I don't think Martin Luther King Jr. was poor. I don't think he was. He was black captive. in America back in the slate. Okay, that's segregation. Fair. That is fair. That is fair. I will give you that. Um, I just don't know if it applies as closely to the French Revolution as this does. They they marched to Washington D.C. They're all chanting. Let's move on to the next one, okay? I'm just saying that that's my my. This is my issue with the prophecies okay. is they're very generic. Some of them are. So no, no. I I know I know some of them are, and I'm gonna point these out with every single one that you say. I'm gonna find something that's that's fine unrelated. I'm gonna try to. I'm a hundred percent okay with that. Okay. This next one is, you know, pretty weird. Okay. It's on the rise of Napoleon Bonaparte. Ooh. Who he also believes was the first of three antichrists. We that's a whole nother set of prophecies though. Okay. This prophecy, Pau Ne Lerone. More fire than blood. Swimming in praise, the great man hurries to the confluence. He will refuse entry to the magpies. Pampon and Durance will confine them. So what's weird is Pau, Noy, and Lerone. Mm-hmm. Refer to three towns in Paris. Okay, I was gonna say there's some French things in there. That when I didn't you know. rearrange the city's letters, it spells Napoleon Roy, which resembles Napoleon the King in French. Okay. Okay. Um, the phrasing "more of fire than blood" most likely refers to the fact that Napoleon came from non-noble lineage, mm-hmm. right? And he took power during a coup. Okay. The refuse entry to the magpies probably talks about the fact that he imprisoned Popes Pius the uh, yeah. sixth and the seventh. That one's pretty specific. specific. Yeah, I, that is I, very specific. I don't know. See, here here's another kind of issue. I don't know if it's the writing style mm-hmm. where they use that because I feel like if today if someone's writing predictions, they're very like it's cut and dry. It's gonna be like. You know, blah, 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 blah. Well, hold on. He purposely didn't make these super easy to read because he was trying to hide them from the church and their actual meanings so they couldn't call him a heretic because this was something the church was doing back then. So he used rhymes and he used play on words and he used multiple languages Mm -hmm. in his predictions to kind of throw the church off because he did not want to be, you know, considered a heretic, which is fair because that's exactly what they would have done. I'm glad you had an answer for that. That concerned me. Yeah. So that's kind of the reasoning for some of the strange wording. But this one's pretty specific. It is. It is. It is. It is. And this is not even the most specific one. Oh, no. It gets a lot weirder. And none of these, these are not necessarily in chronological order. Yeah. These are just in the order of me hunting them down and finding them. Because like I said. They're hard to find. They're hard to find. Not because they're not out there, but because everybody wants to know what's happening in 2022 and 2023. Not what has happened and what he has predicted. Yes. It's what he's going to predict. They want to know the Powerball numbers Exactly. So you can find these out there, but it's, it's it's not the easiest. Yeah. Are you familiar with a gentleman named Louis Pasteur? Maybe. He's the gentleman, the scientist that kind of figured out how to pasteurize things and how fermentation works and oh. really microbiology. Ooh. Uh, he was born in 1822. Okay. So three, almost 300 years later than This Nostradam. one's a little convoluted. I'm not going to lie. Oh, okay. The lost thing is discovered. 
hidden for many centuries. Pasture will be celebrated almost as a godlike figure. This is when the moon completes her great cycle. But by other rumors, he shall be dishonored. So he's the one that figured out that um, there, the growth of microorganisms yeah. causes fermentation. Yeah. That last part, but by other rumors, he shall be dishonored. A science historian in 1995 found out that he used a rival's findings. Okay. To make his anthrax vaccine. See, I would argue which a that lot that of is, people kind of diss them for that. I would argue that's very more more specific. Yeah, his name is literally in it. His name is dropped. He's predicted that he was, and it's mm-hmm. not like recently. Like, and this was a massive finding back then, by the oh, way. Oh yeah, because they did not know how any of this worked. But you know what I think is more crazy? It's like Mr. Pastor himself would not even know that he'd be discredited after he died. He had no idea. He but would Mr. have had Thomas no idea. Did. Yeah, well, he was kind of dissed his entire life for the things that he did and said. So I, I like that one. I, I think that so far that's my favorite prophecy that's come true. I think it's very specific. It is. I know there's. I'm just smiling right now. Like, oh, wait till I see hit you with the next <laughs> one, boy. But so far, this that was my favorite one. I like that one a lot. That was that was very specific. It got me going. Yeah. Does your chair right there have a seatbelt? It doesn't. You might want to go buckle in. You might want to buckle in for this one. I'm not even going to tell you who this one's about. Tell let's do that. Tell me the prophecy and I'll try and guess what it's about. Okay. There's two for this one. Okay. Here's the first one from the depths of the West of Europe. A young child will be born of poor people. He who by his tongue will seduce a great troop. His fame will increase towards the realm of the East. Let me read the second one. That's I'm thinking Mr. Uh, Adolf. Beasts ferocious with hunger will cross the rivers. The greater part of the battlefield will be against Hister. Into a cage of iron will the great one be drawn when the child of Germany observes nothing. This was written. Well, no, this was yeah. published in 1555. That does not mean he didn't write it. That's as definitely Adolf Hitler. This is. Adolf Hitler. And it, so this part, the greater part of the battlefield will be against Hister. Yeah. That could mean two things. Yeah. Number one, it's a play on words on how he spelt the name Hister and Hitler. It's mm-hmm. very similar. I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking more of like in the future, history will look back at how he's a terrible person. Mm-mm. There's another, there's another part of this. Oh no. Hister is another nickname for the Danube river. Which is oh. where they were, you know, that's where some of the battles were yeah, taking yeah. place. Um, the other interesting part, his fame will increase towards the realm of the East. Yeah. Um, Hitler himself really enticed the Japanese people. Oh, yeah. They loved him. They they loved how much, how strong he was as a leader and how powerful he was. Well, Japanese are very, like, what's the word? Uh, where it's like mono-civilization. Like, where they, like, they're very much one ethnicity there yes and they also thought that you know that they were the chosen ones more or less i mean that's not yeah, the wording that but they, they liked use, but they liked hitler's ideology they loved that. it they loved it and they loved yeah. how powerful his speech was at or you know speech and the way that yeah. he spoke if you get what i'm saying here um so it's it's very interesting um Ooh. like i said the other interesting part um beasts ferocious will hunger uh beasts ferocious with hunger will cross the rivers mm-hmm. um People think that they're talking about the tanks that crossed the rivers during Blitzkrieg. Yeah. What 
we have to remember is Nostradamus is seeing these things, you know, allegedly he's seeing these things in his head. He goes into like a trance like state when he writes these, he wouldn't know how to describe a tank. He no. would not know how to describe it. So he's saying it the best that he could. They're beasts. Um, when the child of Germany observes nothing, that could be kind of talking about the complacency of you German know, population. the German population during World War yeah, II. Yeah, they turned their heads the other way. They really did. They really did. Um, I, I was going to say, what did they call some of the German tanks? Weren't they like panzers and panther tanks? Yeah, I see what and you're beasts? saying. I don't know. That's, That's just interesting. I, I just... Popped off my little noggin right here. Actually, I like that. I like that Thank a lot. You. I really like that. Give me the next prophecy. Here's another one. I want to predict it. This one is uh This one's a doozy. Okay. The heavenly dart with stre- um with stretch its course. Death in the speaking, a great achievement. The proud nation brought low by the stone in the tree. Rumors of a monstrous human bring purge, then expiation. I'm thinking 9-11. How about we listen to one more okay. of this uh, same incident? Okay. Near the gates and within two cities, there will be scourges the like of which has never been seen. Famine within plague, people put out by steel, crying to the great immortal God for relief. I'm still thinking 9-11. How about the atomic bomb being dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki? Near the gates and within two cities? I, I, yeah, that, that was where I was kind of confused. But then mm-hmm. I was also thinking with 9-11, you had the attack on the Pentagon as well. Yes. And the one, a dart from the sky. I, a plane, I was thinking plane as well. Then a great well, man shall be feared. I was thinking Osama. Great nation to its knees, America. I, that, that's where I was going with that. But I, well, I can the see. proud nation brought low by oh, the yeah. stone in the tree. They say that the idea of like a picture of a stone in a tree kind mm-hmm. of looks like a bomb, a mushroom cloud. If you think about it, yeah. So, no, I, I think it's. I think it's definitely. And I then obviously, death in the speaking, a great achievement. This was, I mean, yeah. Technically speaking, nothing like this had ever been done nope. before. That doesn't make it great, but it makes it. It does make it. You know. Um, interesting in its own sense. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't I want see to be disrespectful this, I see how because this, it was obviously quite terrible. I see how this applies and I... Yeah. I can see how it works. I, I was, was crying I, to the great immortal God for relief. Famine within plague because after the bombs, mm-hmm. um, there was that major famine. Yeah. And th- they say the plague is the fallout. They say it's the um, yeah. radiation sickness and poisoning. That's where I kind of was like, people eh, put out by steel. When I thought of that, well, put out by steel, that's where I was like, okay, yes. the building's collapsing. But the put out by famine, I was trying to think of something, but I couldn't I couldn't figure that out. And plus, just to go back, there will be scourges the like of which has never been seen. Nothing yeah. prior to these bombs being set well, off nothing had was, ever. Nothing done was this. seen like 9-11. That's, that's I'm just, true. I'm just making a point that But they dropped two nuclear bombs on two cities. On two cities. Yeah. Not I'm not saying 9-11 wasn't absolutely horrific and terrible. But this was a score probably worse I just want to point out that multi, single prophecy, it can be applied to a few things. And like I said before, that's my issue with prophecies. is because yeah. some of these are, I mean, that's quite a specific prophecy, right? Yeah. And it's weird that that applies to more than one situation in history that kind of matches up quite Fair. well. Because Fair. I think if you, if we didn't have the, you know, the nuclear bombings, but 9-11 happened, people would say... Uh, that that was 
Yeah, I, I because mean, it, it reads, I see what you're it saying. reads very similar. It does right? read kind of open ended. This one, this is one of the more open ended ones. Yeah, I'm not going to say this one was very specific. But you know what? It, it's open ended, but it's scary the level of accuracy for even when you apply it to that. Even when you do yeah. apply it to the atomic bombings. Mm-hmm. Um, w- wow, it's weird. It's yeah. weird to say the least. I mean, but then even look at that. Like I when I was when I guessed it and I thought it was nine eleven. There was a lot of things that made sense to yeah, I, lining up, but I it's can't discredit you for that. Not it. Yeah. No, even if it was an open-ended one, I like that one. That was a quite specific prophecy still. Yes. Let's see if you can guess this one. Okay. The ancient task will be completed. From on high, evil will fall on the great man. A dead innocent will be accused of the deed. The guilty on will remain in the mist. That might be the guilty one. My apologies. Hmm. I don't know, but I'm feeling like an assassination of like JFK. You got it. Yes. The assassination of JFK. Obviously, um, from on high, evil will fall on the great man. Yeah. Uh, he was obviously fired on from that building, which is definitely or the grassy knoll. Um. The bullet entered his head from the roof level, mm-hmm. right? A dead innocent will be accused of the deed. I'm sure you've heard that, obviously, Lee Harvey Oswald was accused of it. And during transport, he was shot and killed yep. while in police custody. Yep. Why? And look, this one is less of a... Con- well, there's a conspiracy, of course, to it. Yeah. But we know that now. We know that the government was covering something up. Yeah. That, that's a fact. That is a, a fact. You can look a lot of stuff up now. And um, I think there's some released documents. I can't speak to it because I don't remember. But I know for a fact, though, that we know that something was covered up. Why? And then, obviously, the guilty one will remain in the mist. We Still have no know. idea who did yep. it. We have absolutely no idea who did it. Yeah. It's a super weird one. Um, I was surprised I got that. I, I was That I was, was impressive. I was puzzled for a second. But yes. towards the end, like, I was thinking of the, uh, the guilty one shall fall. And, uh, you know, I was like, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. So... I liked this one. Um, I thought this one was a little, little interesting. Okay. Are you ready for the next one? I'm, I'm buckled in. I hope you are with my seatbelt. The sky will burn at 45 degrees. Fire approaches the great new city by fire. He will destroy their city. A cold and cruel heart. Blood will pour mercy to none. See, I want to say this is like the London Bridge fire, but I'm not sure. Why don't I read the second one? Okay, read the second one. See if I can get off that. Earth-shaking fire from the center of the earth will cause tremors around to the new city. Okay, now I'm thinking of volcano eruption. Two great rocks will war for a long time. Then Aruthia will redden a new river. Now I'm thinking of war. Maybe this incident started a war. Hmm. I don't know. This is a weird one. Fire. Maybe they're talking about firing a pistol. It could be like World War One. They're talking about 1911. 9-11. Sorry. 9-11. <laughs> 9-11. When you said World War. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. 9-11. What's the prophecy? 9-11. Um, which one do you want? Both? Both of them. Okay. The sky will burn at 45 okay. degrees. Okay. Fire approaches the great new city. By fire, he will destroy their city. A cold and cruel heart. Blood will pour. Okay. Mercy to none. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see it now. Mm-hmm. Well, give me the next one again. 
earth-shaking fire from center of the earth will cause tremors around the new city. Two great rocks will war for a long time. Then Arutsia will redden a new river. Yeah. I can see it now. At first, I was a little, yeah. um, I was a little lost. Obviously, they interpret the like 45 degrees as a reference to the city's proximity to the 45th latitude. It could also be that the buildings would fall, creating a 45-degree angle to the ground, but that's not actually what happened. They collapsed on themselves. I'm thinking it probably has more to do with the proximity, but yeah. yeah. It's interesting. What are your thoughts on this one? I... I think you can obviously say that you feel like you could compare this to other ones. I think it's just too generic. Yeah. I like the other one, fitting 9-11. I thought it was more fitting, honestly. Which one did we say for that one? The one that was... Uh, oh, the atomic bomb? The atomic bomb. No, I don't think so. You think so? I don't know. See, I just don't know, dude. Well, I liked that one. I, I like it, but I don't know. I see how it can be applied to it. But I think there's stuff that, like, what are they talking about the new river? I don't know. Um, they haven't really said too much about that. People don't really know what that interpretation means. But that just means that maybe we don't know what's to know, come. What's to come. I mean, I don't want to get too into the weeds on this, but maybe they're talking about, you know, something to do with, like, the, the Tigris and the Euphrates out there. My guess would be, obviously, they talk about the two rocks going to war. Yeah. Is, you know... America's invasion of the Middle East. Of course. I think afterwards. that's completely fair to say. And, and that's pretty much, saying, I think pretty much the, directed the towards river. the Taliban. But the new river makes me feel like it's going to be a new beginning or new something. A new river is a new, a new channel. And now that the Taliban has power and they're like the government in Afghanistan, maybe something, maybe, maybe that's part of the prophecy to come still. That's what I'm saying. I think maybe we don't know. I also think maybe, now hear me out. Is there, um, New York has like a river in that area, does it not? It has many rivers. So maybe they're river. talking about the idea that that river has already been reddened because of this incident. And maybe. now when we go over to the Middle East, we'll redden a new river with this war because of all the killing and the death. Maybe it's retaliation. Yeah. That's it kind of basically retaliation. Yeah. Okay. I, I, you know what? The more, we're, the more spitball I'm talking about this, I like this. Yes. That's kind of my opinion on that. Okay. okay. I've got one more prediction that has already happened. There's plenty more. There's a couple other ones I was going to throw in here. Yeah. But only I only I only added one more. We can't do them all. Okay. Okay. But then I've got a, a, I've got a cool little piece for after. Okay. Something that you might be interested in. Okay. I don't know that you're going to be able to guess this because this is very history oriented. Oh. But this one is very specific. Okay. Gant Antwerp. Gant shall Brussels with it bring. The London sen Senate put to death their king. The salt and wine shall then against him be for them to have the realm in Anaroloi. However you say that. Anaroloi. Yeah, Anaroloi. Don't know what that means. Well, hmm. So obviously put to death the British king. Mm -hmm. There's that. Could be referring to English Civil War. But it's I don't think so. similar to that. There's also you brought up Genk and stuff in Belgium, but I don't I don't know. It could be like the prime minister when we kicked out a prime minister, maybe kicked out Boris Johnson. But it's so, said history, so it's more old. I'm actually pretty impressed right now. First of all, why? Um, because you're you're 
drawing on a couple points that are accurate because yeah. you brought up Brussels and yeah. Um, what they're talking about is the execution of uh, King Charles the first. That's the British civil war. No, it was immediately following the British British. Yeah. Civil it was war. after, after they, they brought, won. they brought peace to it. Um, mate, I'm British. I know. Yeah, I know. Might, <laughs> but what's interesting is that this is the very first time ever the parliament ever put a king to death. Yeah, it is. The London Senate put to death their king. After the British mm-hmm. Civil War, do you remember? Well, you, I don't remember. I wasn't alive, my boy. No, well, from history. Yes. Do you remember who their main enemy was? In the British Civil War? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, no, after the British Civil War. The Sultan wine shall then against him be. The French. Yeah, the Hundred Years' War came next. The French. Yeah, that's the Sultan French. wine shall then against him be. Okay. Super weird. They He literally said that the Senate was going to put the king to death. The parliament like put the that. king to death. That's... That is very specific. That is incredible. If, if not the yeah. most specific one we've had. I actually agree. I think... This one is wild. I think it is. Because the fact that I got that was a little spooky. So after we heard all of these... Okay. Okay. He predicted these, right? Yep. I want to do... The next portion of this show called Reasons Why We're Fucked. Ooh, are these future predictions? Predictions for the future. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and break these prophecies down to what they mean and what's actually gonna happen. <laughs> and we'll see if I'm right as well. We'll see. Okay. I'm not hundred percent convinced okay, that anyone's gonna be right. Okay, here's the first one. Like the sun, the head shall sear the shining sea. The black sea's living fish shall all but boil. When Rhodes and Genoa have, um, when Rhodes and Genoa, half starved shall be, the local folk to cut them up shall toil. All right, here's my prediction. I got it in my head already. Okay. He's talking about in the future, we're gonna have famine because of overpopulation, and we're gonna go explore the Black Sea, aka space. I love that. Yeah. Actually, I genuinely like that better than what this is about. Wait, what do you mean? This, I thought these haven't come true yet. They haven't come true yet, but the, the the experts think that this one was about global warming, which I don't see either. <laughs> I mean, I guess with like overpopulation and famine kind of correlates towards climate change, but I yeah, think and I think the part where it says like the sun, the head shall see the um shall sear the shining sea, the black sea's living fish shall all but boil. Yeah, I guess, dude. But that relates who, to who's to say the experts are right anyway. I'm an expert. I know you're an expert, Thank but you. who's to say that you're I'm right? Saying I'm right. Okay. I liked mine, though. Going to space, the Black Sea. I thought that was a little... I really enjoyed that. I didn't think he was talking about the actual Black Sea, because that's too yeah. basic for my boy Mikel. I mean, it could be. It could, could be. be. Who knows? This next one, good luck. And I don't even know where the experts got this from. But, okay. Um, The moon in the full of night over the high mountain. The new sage with a lone brain sees it. By his disciplines, invited to be immortal. Eyes to the south, hands in bosoms, bodies in the fire. I feel like this is talking about a war that's to come. I can agree. I can agree. I think it's something involving the southern hemisphere or the south. Yeah, eyes to the south. Eyes to the south. I think the world's eyes are going to be on the south somewhere. Hmm... 
I like where you're going with this, by the way. And it has absolutely nothing to do with what oh, he said. God, what is another climate change prophecy? No. I want I want you to finish your prophecy, please, sir. Okay. I insist I'm actually. gonna pick something. Let's go with I'm gonna pick a country at random. No offense to anyone from any country I pick right now. Okay. What country's going through a little bit of turmoil? All of them. <laughs> yeah, but one that's gonna affect the global stage. Ukraine. I feel like no, it's not south enough. I feel like oh. maybe Brazil with their elections or like Venezuela with their oil situation. Something going on there. There's going to be some war down there. Okay. What do we got? It's about artificial intelligence. Oh, my God. <laughs> I could not even break this down to you and explain why it's about artificial intelligence. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> I don't even know where they got that. When I found this one, the only reason I even put it on this list is because how ridiculous it's happening. Ice to the south. I can read it again. Yeah. You want me to read it? Yeah, you know. could you? The moon and the full of night cover the high mountain. The new sage with a lone brain sees it by his disciples invited to be immortal. Eyes to the south, hands and bosoms, bodies in the fire. I guess I can see it kind of talking about, you know, the only I mean, the new sage brain. with a lone brain sees it. Yeah. And then, and then the immortality. Yeah. And then bodies in the fire. Maybe they're talking about the Terminator movie. Maybe he predicted the Terminator movie. Oh my god. He predicted Terminator 2. <laughs> That's definitely what it was. I just That's the only thing that makes sense. So I, I'm gonna go with that. There you, you go. Know what? I am the this. I'm moving this from predictions for the future to one that already has best predictions. <laughs> this is his most specific one. It was Terminator <laughs> 2. <laughs> he predicted Arnold. <laughs> yeah, he did. Okay. Okay. What else you got? I got one last one. Okay. I swear to God, if you predicted Top Gun, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> okay. No abbots, monks, no novices to learn. Honey shall cost far more than candle wax. So high the price of wheat, that man is stirred, his fellow man to eat in his despair. See, this just sounds like famine again. This just sounds like what's going on right now. Because all the bees are dying. Inflation and starvation oh, is yeah, what this actually. is about. I definitely see, obviously, starvation. That's ob- that's that's a little too obvious with that. Yes, yes. And inflation, But yeah. so high the price of wheat. Yeah. Maybe Honey that shall predicted, cost far more than candle wax. Maybe that predicted the Great Depression. I think they're predicting today. Maybe. You know. That's a bold prediction. But today, I don't know. Yeah, I could, I could see that. I don't know. Um, let me see. Yeah, I don't know, dude. This is a weird one. I think our uh, producer Eric had an opinion on this one. He believes that they might be talking about oil, which I could Maybe, see that yeah. too. I could actually see that because who's to say? Like, obviously, he's saying honey or wheat, but yeah. who's to say that that's not talking about commodities? Yeah, you're right. And I agree. I can, I can Wheat's see. A- very well back then it would be a hot commodity wouldn't it very quite important literally. thing you know pretty much everything was on wheat then yeah so you heard all one. these um prophecies and yeah. predictions yep look i'm not asking whether you believe them but can you agree that it's a bit weird i think it's definitely paranormal yeah it's definitely a little paranormal you can't it, it would be hard to predict events in the future to a level of that accuracy mm-hmm. 
from that long ago, like fifteen fifty five, okay. and possibly and before. I know That's I know I brought up the Simpsons as kind of a joke at the start, but when you see some of their predictions, they're very specific as well, but they're more modern. It's more like yes. in the next few years, this is going to happen, but that's realistic, you know? You could kind of call something like that. You can call it, and if you were to do it, you know, make, I don't know, 10 predictions every day about the next five years, you would probably get some right. So yeah. where people are yeah. going to be like, oh, that was really weird, but they don't look at the amount you did. Now, you're predicting 500 years now in the future. With with technology that you couldn't even possibly have an idea of how yeah. it works. You could or never how understand how to describe something That's like that. where it starts. You start looking at it and you're like, okay, this is weird. This yeah. is where it starts getting a little strange because he is, you know, I mean, he, the most recent major one he predicted, obviously, was the 9-11. Yeah. And that was a big one. 9-11 was a big one. He, I, I mean, even he has no concept of skyscrapers. No. He has no concept of planes. He has no concept of even America at this time. Yes. Well, right. Th- th- yes. There was no such thing. So, there was no such thing as America at this time. So when it comes down to predicting this, obviously he's not saying, oh, America is going to get that blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right. He's not saying that, but he's predicting it to where like a major, you know, he said two great rocks. I think obviously talking yes. about two major incidents. He, he understands that, you know, something is going to happen with there. I, I just yeah. think when he's predicting that far in the future, it's it's difficult. So and it's look, impressive. Um, I want to bring this up uh, because it's interesting. Mm-hmm. This is just one set of his prophecies. I have already told you. He has other biblical Armageddon type prophecies. We did say those 6,338 prophecies. Correct. And some of these are very weird because he yeah. makes several predictions in terms of like the, the first Antichrist. Ending. And he believes that the first Antichrist was Napoleon. He believes that the second one was Hitler. And then apparently there's like a third one coming. Um, but they're all eerily like accurate for yeah. the time when they came out, right? Yeah. How could he have known? How could he have known? It's super weird. Um, I mean, what what we said at the start of the episode, and I'll kind of leave leave it on this note, mm-hmm. is he used history to kind of set a precedent for himself. And I, you hear it a million times as history repeats itself, right? Yeah. I don't know if that's accurate of what how true it is or, you know, how much it actually helps. And if he's just kind of, he sees something in the past because, you know, you see, uh, I mean, let's just spitball. He probably wrote something about the Black Plague, right? Yes, he did. Who's were, to say that would not apply to COVID now? Um, right? Funny you say that. Like I said, yeah. when you type in Nostradamus for 2022 and 2023, yeah. that's the other one. Comes, oh, he predicted the um, coronavirus. He predicted, but like I said, you, the you look at it queen. and it's like, okay, he's he, he could see. Oh, look, there's this major plague that we're fighting. There's probably going to be another one of these. Because you look back in yeah. history and you have, you know, you've got plagues throughout history. Where Spanish you, flu, coronavirus. Yeah. H1Z1. So you can bring it up and you can say, hey, there's going to be That's plagues or there's going to be war. There's always going to be wars, right? Who's to say he's not talking about the current war now? Yeah. Right. And you can accurately say, I mean, if I said, oh, in the next hundred years, there's going to be another world war. Right. I Who's agree. to say I'm not right? I agree. I think what the ones that are interesting though is when he is straight up name dropping people. Yeah. The one with King Charles. Yeah. Right. The one with That's a little more um, hard. Louis Pasteur. Uh, Pasteur. Right? Napoleon see, Bonaparte. He pretty much name drops Napoleon in an in an anagram. See the the Pasteur one I find probably I, I want to say the most interesting one. Yeah. 
because it's not something where, okay, obviously people discover new things all the time, right? They're always inventing new things, discovering new crazy whatever technology. And back then, totally. pasteurization and anthrax and all this other stuff and is the latest technology. People are always inventing new stuff. Yeah. To say his name in the prophecy, to predict that after his death, he's going to be, you know, shamed yes. for what he did. It, it's that to me is more interesting because that's a lot harder to predict. And that is super specific yeah that is super super specific yeah i agree so that was my final two cents yeah um this one was a lot of fun dude i liked it i like these prophecies yeah very interactive but we appreciate everyone tuning in yeah thank you so much what you guys should do give us a rating give us a rating Um, follow us on everything give us a review why don't you go ahead and tell us through email what your favorite prophecy was and we can discuss that on gmail can the paranormal police department at gmail.com yes we will thank you for tuning in guys thank you